1: Join me while we tackle today's Modern Mom Problems. Welcome back to another episode of Modern Mom Probs. I'm your host, Tara Clark. Here on Modern Mom Probs, we try to solve the world's problems, but if we can't, at least we're having fun talking about it. Today's topic is Parenting is Weird with Cheska House. I'm so excited to get a chance to, to chat with her. She was born near London, England in the early 1980s, and she's always been the cartoonist at school and she went to university for animation. She married her longtime love, Jay, in 2009, and then they moved to Austin, Texas. After becoming a mother of two boys, Cheska wanted to do something that combined both cartoons and her newfound parenting knowledge. So in 2018, she struck up the idea of starting Litter Box Comics, a webcomic based on her own family. But everyone is animals because Cheska hates drawing people. Cheska, welcome to the show.
2: <laughs> thank you.
1: I'm so excited that you're here because I absolutely love, love, love your work. You are so spot on in all of your takes on modern parenting. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Uh, th- uh, thank you. Uh, I guess the best way to describe me is uh, I'm a mom that survives by seeing the funny side of things. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, it definitely, it definitely helps, right? Because if you're not laughing along the craziness that's going on, then, you know, it's it's a hard, hard thing to get through.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, like sort of nine years ago, I became a mom and uh, with what uh, they charitably call a high needs baby. We called him a baby that doesn't like being a baby. <laughs> A baby who doesn't like being a baby. He was probably a baby who didn't like most things, I would assume. Yeah, he was. It's funny now we've got to know him and he's older. Like, that really was it. He just, he is not one that, he doesn't like being not good at things. And he's very, gets bored very easily. So I think he was just found being a baby very boring and just complained about it. <laughs> I mean,
1: if you put yourself in his shoes or his booties, you could imagine <laughs> how it probably would be fairly boring being a baby. <laughs>
2: like like you can't move you're just sort of flopping around oh yeah he he did not tolerate it well and so it was a pretty miserable time for us all (laughs) how does he like being a nine-year-old uh he's doing better now i've always said like it was that first that newborn first newborn stage everyone's like oh you know it gets worse it gets better like nothing has ever been as bad as that beginning bit. So everything was, has been great since then. But Good. Well, that's, that's a <laughs> well, really positive great, thing. Great is a, uh, maybe a <laughs> over. <laughs> it might be like an overestimation yeah, of that but, one. Yeah. And no, I never never want to go back to that newborn stage. Oh my goodness. But yeah, no, he's doing good now. He's, uh, he's a great kid. He's got a very good sense of humor about himself, which is lucky for what I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of what you do, you have a new book out. It's called parenting is weird tales from the litter box which is absolutely hilarious where do you find your inspiration for these stories in these comics
2: well, I mean, it just sort of hits me with uh, <laughs> my family. Really, they uh, they sort of things happen, and I, w- I have a little notebook on my on my phone, and just anything that's possible, you know, a seed of an idea, I kind of write down, which is quite therapeutic because if you know something is awful happening, I can at least sort of just, oh, that's an idea. I'll write that down. <laughs> sure that.
1: You're like, I may be struggling with this in the moment, but that makes great content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you notice that like the older they get, sort of like the less content you have about them or is is it just a content machine all the time?
2: That's kind of my concern about it. I mean, they're still in that sort of golden age of saying very funny things, but I am very mindful of the fact that when they become teenagers, they're probably going to clam up and I'm a, that's kind of why I'm keeping the comics, my current plan is to keep the comics with them being just sort of Simpsons it and keep them the same age, um, try and kind of and uh, make more content myself or try to come up with things because they're kind of their own characters at this point. They are like, they're based on us, but I kind of see them as their own people with their own kind of like lives to live and stories to tell. So that's sort of, but yeah, they still kind of come up with things and then I sort of think I can spin that into this. And, you know, sometimes now the the younger one will say something and, but we have to sort of I have to switch it around to it being the older one saying it in the comic because it wouldn't make sense for the kind of toddler to yeah. say it. But.
1: Certainly, certainly. That, that makes sense. Did you always know that you could draw? Uh,
2: yeah, I've always been like, I was sort of growing up, the, you know, in school, where everyone would kind of get me to draw things. And I'd, my parents always encouraged me. So that was great. And, That's uh, brilliant. Yeah, I've just I always, loved, always loved drawing, especially animals. I don't know why. And, and like pets as well. And sort of talking, talking animals are vastly entertaining to me.
1: <laughs> it's so entertaining. So, you know, it's funny. Like I said, my my son found the book, I had it on my kitchen table and he's like, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's it's a book that uh, I'm reading for work. And he grabbed it and he read it like five times in a row to the point that he was like pulling his friends into, we had a play date and he was pulling <laughs> his friends into reading. He's like, you got to see this page. You got to see this page. And <laughs> And it cracked me up because, well, a couple things about him. One, my son also has a very good sense of humor. So he really, truly appreciates good comedy. And two, we love cats. We're a huge cat family. (laughs) Uh, No pun intended. Actually, you're the huge cat family. But we are also a huge cat family. And so anything cat-related, for him to see that, like, the juxtaposition of the cats as the parents and as the children, he just, like, absolutely went nuts. And we we had so much fun reading this book because, like I said before, you nail – the scenarios of modern parenting so well. It's like, and, and they're not even in tropes, you know, like we had mentioned that, like, there's always that trope of like dummy dad, like the Homer Simpson or like the nagging mom. And I love that you overcome and don't like succumb to those tropes. Like what inspired you to do that?
2: Uh, I mean, I just, I hate that trope so much. It's uh, everyone has the right to sort of, be the idiot, you know, e- equal equal rights for all morons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just, you know, dads are fun, but stupid. mums are boring, but right. And, you know, don't get me lo- wrong. I love being right. But,
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> I also love being but, right. You know,
2: sometimes I'm not and that's okay because parenting is a team sport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny, at least in our house, we always say like, I'm the fun one. So I actually don't relate to those things of like, oh, dad's coming in and being super fun and mom's really boring. It's like, no, dude, I'm, I'm fun. I'm fun (laughs) all the time. (laughs) We actually just started this thing. My husband started this thing at home where he calls it fun dad, where he'll put on like a silly sort of t-shirt, like a taco t-shirt or something silly. And then he's sort of like, it changes his whole demeanor. And then he becomes fun, and he's lighter, and he's airier, and, and you know, we just have, have a nice time. So that's something that's been working in our house. That's and I, Yeah, yeah. It really, it was a very intentional effort made towards, like, having more fun and, you know, getting out of, like, your own head space sometimes. So yeah, I highly to, recommend
2: that. It's hard to break out of those patterns, that, especially at our ages. It's, <laughs> you Yes! Got it stuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it it really is. It really is. Like what I love in your book too, you mention whether you do it intentionally or not is like a lot of like nostalgia sort of things, like the the one time you mentioned like Voltron versus like Ultron and I appreciate those because first of all, I love the MCU. So anything that you're mentioning that I'm all about. But I think that's cool that the, there was one comic about the parents wanting to introduce 80s and 90s movies to their kids and they were talking about like traumatizing them and my son knows this to be true I am totally traumatized by the dark crystal
2: okay I used to like that one apart from when he melts I didn't like that oh I still
1: oh my gosh (laughs) if I could describe like the single most thing because at the time I'll give you a I'm gonna set the stage here okay at the time I Saw the Dark Crystal and then Thriller was like the biggest Mm. video on MTV and it was like everywhere and you couldn't escape it. And so it was like the overwhelming repeated images of Thriller plus the Dark Crystal plus a lot of those other things at the same time. Like that put me me over Mm -hmm. the edge. But it's funny because my son has a favorite YouTuber. He's also an illustrator. His name is James, but on, on YouTube it's The Odd Is Out. Uh, Odd Ones ones Out, Odd Ones Out. That's what it is. And so James did a whole series about the Dark Crystal. And so that's how my son was introduced to that film and the concept of it being scary and all of that kind of stuff. And one day he was watching that video and I walked by and I was like, oh my God, what are you watching? (laughs) Oh, he's like, it's just, you know, Odd Ones Out and they're talking about the Dark Crystal. I was like, no! (laughs) Because James like loved that movie, whatever. (laughs) Shout out to him. But I just love that you were talking about watching traumatizing movies
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I got it all wrong in that comic like I think the order because we hadn't hadn't done any of them but that when I did that comic and then when we did try and do them I think you know we tried to do ghostbusters but you know the live the librarian at the beginning of ghostbusters like scared me so much when I was that little, scared and she, me too yeah and screams at them and they just didn't they weren't phased. I was like, oh, okay, weird. And then they just, there's a lot more talking in Ghostbusters than I remember and a lot more yes. grown-up talking. And so they mm-hmm. just got bored and kind of wandered off. And then I think, you know, I tried Labyrinths and uh, they were too, I do you got to hit these things at just the right age. And I was like trying to push these things a little too early. So they just kind of, you know, you get halfway through and then they just want to jump around on the couch. And it's like, oh, sit down, yes. yeah, it's
1: important. It, it's true because especially with the 80s movies, you're right. There's more adult dialogue. There's also more adult situations. Like, Ghostbusters has some, like, real, like, adult situations going on there yeah. that I think <laughs> that our kids may not be used to, but we were accustomed to in the 80s. <laughs> right? It's, it's yeah. not as – every the pacing of those movies is just slower. But it when is, I saw yeah. that one comic about, like, okay, you know, what are, like, the top – yeah, I, I'm just making this I'm sort of riffing here but like what are like the top five you know most traumatic 80s movies to show our kids to check off the list I was like absolutely cracking up because we did something similar I mean not to try to traumatize, and my son still hasn't seen the dark crystal he only saw the YouTube video about it but we did show him Ghostbusters and he was like yeah he's like yeah. the graphics are bad <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jurassic Park was the one that because we I kept showing them like, trying all these movies you know Dark Crystal, uh, Labyrinth, Ghostbusters yeah but then Jurassic Park that that scared them I was like yes <laughs> and they're finally paying attention yes, <laughs> got it so yes, they were all them. kind of hiding under the blanket on the sofa and I was just sitting there like yeah this is it <laughs> this is this is what it's about
1: <laughs> you're like finally
2: finally you know what I was also really
1: scared of as a kid I don't know if you saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure Large Marge that scene where her eyeballs pop out of her eyes still scares me to this day. We, My friends and I, I don't, for whatever reason, that was a very popular, like, play day or sleepover film we used to watch, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And, yeah, Large Marge, she turns around, she's like, tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> and uh, that always used to creep us out.
2: <laughs> same with the uh what was at the end of uh roger rabbit as well with the his yes! eyes popping out Ooh. Also I haven't, we haven't too. done roger rabbit yet one, so. <laughs> we did
1: we did because oh, yeah? roger rabbit is one of my personal favorite films of all time and mm. so we did so show good. him
2: roger rabbit
1: yes yeah he saw that he, he he liked that one actually now that i think about it because that one like does move quicker than some nice. of the other ones
2: i think i'm just i'm worried about pulling the trigger too early and them not kind of appreciating it but it yeah, might be in the right place now
1: Yes. I think <laughs> in the next year or two, I, I think you could start showing some of those yeah. some of those other ones. This episode is brought to you by Modern Mom Style Box. Upgrade your wardrobe and enjoy unlimited styles for just $60 a month. Modern Mom Style Box is the first rental clothing subscription designed exclusively for moms and moms-to-be. Get started today with a free trial. Use promo code PTO. So what's your favorite comic or scenario that you had in the book?
2: oh god that's a hard one I like them all for sort of lots of different reasons you know some will be like you know like the, the the zombies one and I just I love zombies and I just had so much fun drawing that one and coming up with it and then
1: that was a good one my son uh, particularly appreciated that one too <laughs> because we also like we also like zombies I like that the, the dad has a, a shirt that says guitar band because we used to play that a lot before <laughs> my son was born back in the day were you guys big guitar band people? Uh, no, I think it, uh,
2: my husband mainly comes out with the shirts. I think that's more just a sort of, in general, guitar band. I hadn't even thought about it being a, the the game. That's funny.
1: <laughs> oh, that's immediately what I thought. Because I guess he may, maybe he was thinking about like rock stars. No, I thought about guitar band because we played the crap out of it. I mean, we played that so much. We used to have parties where it was like guitar band parties. We would loved that game when it came out. <laughs> so. And you talk about screen time that, you know, speaking of screen time and, and gaming, that that's an screen time's an entire section of
2: the book. Yeah, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a lot of modern, modern mom problems, isn't it?
1: <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. Actually, you know, it's funny, my son's favorite, I just happened to open to it, my son's favorite comic in the entire book is the one where it's like, was I a cute baby? And she's like, Oh yeah, here's you just a few minutes old. And she's like, oh my God, what is that? And it's like, you know, the Facebook photo of the newborn and he's all like fat and bloated and
2: (laughs) gross and
1: got little goblin baby. (laughs) And and the mom goes hormones and Facebook lied to me. <laughs> my son loved that one so much. He was showing all of his friends. He's like, look at this one. Look at this one.
2: Oh, it is so cute.
1: Yeah, you know, it was it was great. But again, because we're big cat people too, so I think it, like in his mind, he's almost seeing that like as us, similar to how obviously you see it as, as your own family. But but my my son definitely sees that uh, as us.
2: It's funny because we're not actually we're we're only recent cat people. We actually only got our cats uh, at the beginning of this year. We were dog people for that, which is uh, quite funny with the uh, comic.
1: Yeah, you you would think so. So why did you pick cats? Like why didn't you think okay, I'm going to go with a, a dog family?
2: I well initially it was tigers because i was like, gonna mm. do a, a direct kind of parody of daniel tiger and mm-hmm. have like a sort of them in real life but then i started drawing all the tigers and i was drawing all the stripes and i was like oh god damn tigers are tigers are really annoying to draw
1: that's <laughs> true they are there a lot of work but but the mother she, she has stripes she's, yeah, sort well, of she's kind
2: of like a leftover like a nod to that i guess mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. i sort of went to jay and i was like complaining about drawing all these stripes and uh He suggested cats instead because he was like, look, you'll have more fun with cats. There's more colors you can do. And then internet loves cats. I was like, that's a good point. And and I sort of thought about dogs as well. But uh, yeah, I do have a dog family too that I do like Patreon-exclusive comics. But cats are just so unique in that they have that uh, sort of the fur and the eyes and the tails. You can show a lot more of the inner... Kind of emotion, then you can't. like dog, you just have wagging tails and ears. That's backs, true. But. Cat
1: cats are complex
2: creatures, right? Yeah. So,
1: like, depending on how their ears are going or how their tails are going, you could sort of get a read on on what
2: they're feeling. Mm. I just thought that was useful because you know, and you, you're reading the comic and the kids kind of being annoying, and the mum is like bristling, and like, that's how it feels, and you can see it inside, but she's still like, okay. Everything's fine I thought that would Visually like Work very well So yeah Cats have ended up Being perfect
1: Yeah it's true There's You know it's funny You're sp- saying Speaking of the mom So there's This one comic right here And the mom Is driving The son In the car And the son said I'm going to say The C word And the mom's like The what And, and he's like Car <laughs> Oh she's like Oh yeah Ha 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 Cute I'm going to say The B word Oh yeah Okay Ball. And the mom's like, all right. And, and then the last frame is, I'm going to say the F word. And the mom's like, okay. Because, again, she's thinking that it's going to be something silly, you know, like car, ball, fish. And he's like, F word. And she's like, oh. And I love that one. I thought that one was so clever. That
2: one actually happened. Did it really? Yes. Tell me that story. Uh, well, he was just in the car and we were going home and, you know, he, I mean, in real life, he said, I'm going to say the N word. And I was like, you what? And then he said, nest. And I was like, oh, lovely. And then we kind of went on and, you know, it went on longer than the comic. They were like, you know, I'm going to say the K word. And I'm like, what? And, you know, it was kite And it was just, you know, the less sort of sweary ones. Right, right, Um, sure. And then at the end, he just, yeah, I'm going to say the F word. And then he just, okay. And he just dropped it. And I was like, what? (laughs) And, like, I think, I mean, he didn't realize he was I mean he must have been like five or something at the time he didn't realize the whole setup he was doing but he knew what he was doing at the end there yes. and then you knew you're like I have to write this down and draw about it <laughs> I know I was like because when it happens when you're driving and you're like okay you're just like going over and over and you don't forget it don't forget it just Keep playing it in my head, and he was like trying to talk to me. After I was like, no, 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 you, we can't talk. I would just kind of keep playing
1: this in my head. <laughs> I like that about things too. I'm like, no, 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 like, like, especially at night. And I don't know if you have a lot of ideas uh late at night or as you're laying down to to go to sleep, but that's always when my my concepts pop into my head. It doesn't always help me because I no longer keep a notebook next to my bed I should but and then I wake up in the morning I'm always like damn why did I forget that I should have wrote that down yeah happens literally more often than I should admit on, uh, <laughs> publicly yeah that that absolutely happens where, where do you feel the most inspiration when when you're getting ready to
2: draw one of your comics mm-hmm. I have this massive like file that I've been keeping like I mean before I even started doing the comic I my coping mechanism when they were younger was to just write everything down like the sort of the good the bad the awful (laughs) and so I just got this huge sort of gold mine of ideas of like you know I write just very short notes and so I have them right from the beginning. And it's it's lovely to look back, actually, and read them because it's sort of, you know, I did month by month kind of notes and just these sort of, you know, where I had a better month. And then it was like, you know, I was like, oh, things are going well. And then it would be like, things are not going well. Sleep regression. like <laughs> Panic. mostly SOS. SOS. <laughs> And, uh, so that does, I, have-
1: that, I mean, that sums up parenting, though, just in general, right? Yeah. Just when you think that, that everything's going well, then there's a new phase or mm. a new regression or something.
2: Uh, it's an arms race of sneakiness.
1: <laughs> it absolutely is. What do you think makes parenting so weird? You know, the title of your book,
2: obviously, is Parenting is Weird. So what makes it so weird? I mean, it's sort of weird right from the get-go, isn't it? You, we grow a person. An actual person in our tummies. <laughs> I mean, that's some next level sci-fi weird. <laughs> yeah, that's it, true. That's where it begins. Yeah, I thought it would get better the second time around, but then it's not because there's the first tummy person is talking to you about boogers or something, and then the other ones inside and you're just like, this. Is, you can't think about it too much because it just is too weird.
1: <laughs> it is
2: true. It is
1: true. I. <laughs> That's actually a really good point. <laughs> what do you think was the hardest stage? Well, obviously you said with your first one, it was the newborn yeah, stage. Newborn. Was that also the case with the second one?
2: Uh, no, he was he, he was one of the unicorn babies I'd only read about before. So that was uh, pleasant. I think most people do it where they have the unicorn baby first and they got the, you know, they think they're really great parents and then they have mm-hmm. the difficult one and they're kind of humbled. <laughs> But we at least had it the other way around where we kind of got thrown in at the deep end and it was awful. But then we had the second one. I don't know what possessed us to roll the dice again, but we did. And we had the second one and he was actually very easy. So I was like, oh, we're not awful at this.
1: This is okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know, we are good parents. Yeah. And then you had so much to to write about ever since then.
2: Exactly. And they're so, they're both so funny in such different ways. Like they're just, they're little, they are little cartoon characters. So I'm very lucky that I just live in a family of cartoon characters. So I just say, Oh, I'll just draw that. I'll just draw that (laughs) easy. (laughs) Would you consider your family like artistic? And I mean, obviously
1: you are, you're super artistic, but like, what about Jay and like the boys? Like, do you, Is art something that you prioritize as a family together?
2: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Jay's an artist too. He has a comic as well called uh, Greetings from Grizzly. You can find him Grizzly comic everywhere.
1: Yay! Way (laughs) to plug Jay. Yes!
2: (laughs) He'll be be pleased. (laughs) Get some chocolate later. Yeah. (laughs) And then, yeah, we, you know, whenever the boys draw, I'm just always like, yeah, this is amazing. Come on. I want to like, they both, they're both very different drawers. Uh, the older one is quite sort of technical drawing, just very precise and lots of detail. And the younger one is more sort of flowing shapes. So I'm just so excited to see where they both go with it. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to watch it, watch it grow. I
1: love that because you had studied art in school.
2: Yeah, yeah, I went to, I did a year of animation at university, but then I dropped out. Or well, I met Jay and uh, we kind of got distracted. <laughs> I dropped out. <laughs> so, sorry, parents. It happens. <laughs> but yeah, I think animation is, I, I like the idea of animation, but I'm, I guess I'm a lazy animator. I just sort of thought, you know, you've got to do all those frames and it's just hard. <laughs> so, it is
1: hard. And, you know, the technology has changed so much. In the past, you know, 15, 20 years from, from where it had been. I actually used to work at Nickelodeon oh, cool. and we had our animation studio out in LA, I guess it was in Santa Monica, no, Burbank, it was in Burbank. And so I never had the opportunity to visit the animation studio, but I know that things have changed a lot mm. in the last 20 years or so.
2: Yeah, I'm just, I'm sort of a lazy animator that I just, comics are just storyboards really. Like they're anim, It's all animated in my head and so i just sort of try to just back engineer that to be a comic i mean the goal ultimate goal would be to get a tv show that would be amazing like uh, that would
1: be incredible <laughs> that's actually what i was going to ask you i was like okay so like <laughs> what is the ultimate end goal for litter box comics
2: yeah no i'd love i'd love to do a show that would be uh, incredible it's just trying to find you know i don't know the animation industry as you said right now is just struggling i don't know that seems like they're not uh, the animators and the creators aren't really getting a good deal right now mm-hmm. so it's just a case of trying to figure out a way to do it that doesn't may, maybe involve the bigger studios trying to do something more uh, sort of i don't know y or something but yeah, right, right, right. I'm um, investigating things. I, I've got got my... <laughs> I'm networking out trying to figure that that's out. That's great,
1: so. though. No, that's super exciting. I know that with my son, some of his favorite YouTubers are illustrators. Like I mentioned before, uh, Odd One's Out, and his name is James, and James has a friend named Jaden. I don't know what Jaden's YouTube handle is, but her name is Jaden, and she's an artist. He often watches their stuff, so I, I think there's a lot to be said about youtube and you know starting one's own channel and going from there but i know how
2: much work that would be it's like an overwhelming amount of That's work the thing. you know i could i just i have such a high standard in what i want for the animation that i i'd need something quite big behind me to do it so uh, yes <laughs> i don't want to just do one of those kind of like you know cut out things with it. like
1: yes no no it, that, that totally makes sense when that totally properly makes sense. animated so that's yes. that's the that's the goal that's the end goal no it makes sense and even James I know I keep talking about this one guy but we watch his videos all the time um that's right. odd odd one odd ones out is that he actually just got a Netflix show. Mm, yeah now. my
2: kids have watched that. Yeah
1: odd I think it's called oddballs. I mm. want to say it's oddballs on, on Netflix. And it, it's beautiful to watch where someone has started to then where they ultimately go, you know, is like he started on YouTube, and he's been doing that for a very, very long time, got picked up with with Netflix and now has that show. I think they just had a season two, which is really, really awesome. And I think he also just wrote a book too. So yeah, so shout out to all the illustrators out there. It's good stuff. So Tell me, where can we find this book? Where can we f- learn more about you and about all of these beautiful kitties? And they're not just kitties in the book. They're, they're dogs too. They're And bears and all kinds of people. <laughs> they're not people. They're animals. All kinds of animals. <laughs> where can we learn more about them?
2: Uh, well, I'm Litterbox Comics everywhere. So if you just remember Cat Toilet, you'll remember me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that going back to, you know, how I was saying about Like at home now, we're trying to do this fun dad thing with my husband. We also call him poop dad because he's the one that cleans the litter boxes for our three cats. So he's poop dad. (laughs) (laughs) So when you said that, it just instantly made me think about about that too. (laughs)
2: unfortunate nickname
1: (laughs) it is he it was a nickname he gave himself so Uh, I mean because he was trying to take the power back from having to to clean all of (laughs) of that poop in the litter boxes I love it Cheska thank you so much for being here today yeah it's been great thank you for listening to today's episode of Modern Mom Probs. I hope you enjoyed our deep dive in today's problem with me, your host, Tara Clark. Join me next time when I'll be interviewing another great guest and tackling another Modern Mom problem. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and a rating. As always, you could head over to Modern Mom Probs on Instagram and give me a follow Or check out my book, Modern Mom Probs, A Survival Guide for 21st Century Mothers, available online wherever books are sold. Well, that's it for today. See you next time,
2: folks.